0: Marion Smith is a civil society leader, expert in uh, international affairs. He has been the executive director of Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation since March of 2014. I I love this organization. Uh, They are fighting to keep the the multiple holocausts and programs alive in people's minds so we don't forget the victims of communism Uh, and there are Over a hundred million of them now, just from the last uh, century. Marion uh, is from uh, South Carolina. And what I love is he is also the National Civic Art Society chairperson, which I don't know somebody with your credentials, how you got them to give you that role. But God bless you. Marion Smith, welcome.
1: Uh, Thank you, Glenn. Great to be with you.
0: So can you just these corporations, is it an overstatement to say uh, that these corporations that are in bed for the cash of China, that they are uh, going to someday possibly be remembered as the kind of company that the Nazi collaborators were?
1: Well, I I think, you know, 30 years ago, the Berlin Wall fell. And in, in the days after that, if someone would have said that in 2019, It would be America's business elite, sports, entertainment uh, elite that would be ushering in a censorship state inside of the United States along with, you know, giant tech companies. I don't think anybody would have believed you. Um, But China has effectively intertwined themselves uh, into all elements of American society. They have been uh, very strategic and silent about it. They have appealed to... Uh, to greed and to short-term interest, and the uh, fallout right now over uh, the NBA's refusal to uh, stand immediately with Daryl Morey. Uh, eventually, after China, um, you know, punished the NBA, um, Adam Silver had statements uh, defending uh, free speech. But it's very clear the leadership of the NBA came down very heavily on on Morey, and he deleted his original uh, tweet supporting Hong Kong and and issued an apology. Horrible. Um, But, you know, the fallout of all of that is, I think, revealing to Americans uh, just what's wrong at the very top of so many of our institutions, and that is that they have made a deal with the devil and the Chinese Communist Party. Um, They have made money, and they have pretended that they're uh, advancing uh, democracy and political values of freedom uh, by trading or or conducting business uh, with with China but simply not the case yeah we're, the, we're, and,
0: we're yeah. not we're not bringing our culture into theirs we're bringing our products into theirs and they are bringing their their culture of of intimidation into our country
1: well the problem is that it's not even working on the business side anymore um, you know, internationally, China, with their Belt Road Initiative, is is, is is essentially standing up a alternative to the, you know, rules-based uh, international trading system that the United States has defended, which respects free enterprise. And they're, uh, you know, engaging in neo-mercantilist, exploitative, um, you know, trading policies with essentially uh, countries that are trying to make client states. And in those countries, they also uh, present their, their values of authoritarianism. Um, but then businesses, Western businesses operating in China, have increasingly been pushed out now that their technology has sure. been stolen, their business practices have been copied. Uh, they're being pushed out as well. And then, of course, the entire national security uh, element to this and and, and the infiltration of um, companies and, and firms that are important, uh, for for u.s national security um you know all of this has been made possible by the silence uh in american society about the nature of of the people's republic of china silence on the human rights abuses that they've been conducting and it's been a bipartisan problem
0: so can you give me a give me a rundown um because your organization is about the victims of communism and so you document these things and keep these stories alive Tell the American people the kinds of things that they're doing. For instance, the guy who was wearing a, Houston's, a Houston Rockets T-shirt tried to light the Chinese flag on fire. He was picked up by the Chinese police and disappeared. What happens to people like that? And what is their real record on human rights?
1: Well, the record on human rights, uh, going back to... Uh, Mao's Communist Party, and when they took over China in 1949, since that time, the Chinese Communist Party uh, is responsible for the deaths of some 50 million people. Um, The Chinese Communist Party remains the single deadliest entity in world history. And, uh, you know, that was through purges, that was through land reform, that was through uh, the Cultural Revolution. But they will, great say, leap forward.
0: they will say those are things of the past. We're not those communists anymore.
1: That is what the, that is what the uh, propaganda has been in the West since 1989, um, and and Americans were eager to believe it. Um, And yet inside of China throughout that entire period, they were devouring their own people and ethnic minorities. The cultural genocide in Tibet uh, has continued until today. Um, And more recently, we've seen, of course, the the update of a gulag system, a 21st century gulag system in, in Xinjiang or East Turkestan, where one and a half to three million Uyghurs and and others, and and there there have been documented cases of Christians in those camps and of non-Uyghurs, non-Turkic people in those camps. Um, But it's basically a uh, um, three-tiered camp system where you have re-education camps, you have forced labor camps, and then you have sort of uh, factory towns or factory complexes, where if you're really good and you make it out of the first two camps, uh, you can work um, in in one of those factory complexes. It's it's essentially a modern day gulag, and and to have up to three million people out of a population of 11 million in that province, it lets you know the scale. And in those camps, we do know that there is ideological training, um, you know, treating adults like they're four-year-olds and uh, making them cite. Um, you know gibberish from Mao and Xi Jinping, and uh, you know claim, uh, proclaim allegiance to Marxism and Maoism, and we know that there is uh, low skill, uh, labor intensive, um, you know, uh, products being made in in those facilities. Uh, sadly, uh, some of it, clothing, you know, for fact, uh, has ended up in, in in Western countries being sold in stores.
0: Marion. How serious is the threat of China
1: to freedom around the world? Well, we are—we have begun to see um, the the nature of of the of the party revealed externally. uh, They have, for now, seventy years. You know, uh, this this month, uh, the People's Republic of China turned seventy. That means they have officially outlived the. Soviet Union, which fell apart in its 69th year, Um, and you know, in in 1990, the Soviet Union no longer believed um, that its system was uh, um, was better than the West. Um, They didn't have a confidence in, in in Marxism Leninism. But what you see today under Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party is absolutely an arrogant confidence that their system is just as good, if not better. Uh, than democracy, well, they' rights.
0: They are the the people of China are not rooting for the Hong Kong people. Um, they they actually are convinced
1: now that they're they're terrorists. Well, of course, to to understand uh, anything about China, it, we, we have to remind Americans that. We can't trust them. We can't trust the economic data, we can't trust the polling numbers, we can't trust statistics that they put out. They lie. Communists lie. The Chinese Communist Party lies. It's been, it's been uh, documented across all industries medical data coming out, economic uh, data, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The Chinese people, sadly, don't really understand what's going on in the outside world. Um, and that's partially because American engineer, tech engineers and tech companies like Google and their Project Dragonfly mm. have been helping the Chinese to perfect uh, a more total totalitarian system than Orwell could have ever dreamed of. And because of that, you know, things like the Tiananmen Square massacre, things like the Hong Kong protest, um, and what's really going on in the outside world are not known in China. Um, because of the effectiveness of the censorship authorities and, and the measures online and, and the draconian punishments uh, for anyone, um, like that individual you just mentioned who was making a, a statement supporting the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Um, so, but, but to see that same kind of uh, punishment uh, given by American companies against their employees in the United States um, you know, we had last year Marriott fired an employee for tweeting something critical of, of China in the United States. Um, and, and you see it, uh, Blizzard, an, an e-sports uh, company, has just fired a number of people uh, over statements made by one of their gamers uh, in support of Hong Kong. But why is Hong Kong so important? Because it proves uh, to the world that Chinese people can be uh, prosperous, free, happy without the Chinese Communist Party and that's Mm -hmm. an existential threat to the propaganda of Beijing which has done its best to make sure that everybody understands that China is the party, the party is China, and to criticize the the party is to somehow criticize the Chinese people or to be racist against Chinese people. That's just not true.
0: Marion Smith, uh, Executive Director of Victims of uh, Communism, you uh, do Amazing work there, and we are so appreciative of everything that you uh, stand for and do, and fight to keep alive. Uh, you can follow them victimsofcommunism dot org, victimsofcommunism org, or you can follow um, Marion at vo communism at vo communism. Thank you so much, Marion. Appreciate it. All right, so I'm going to change the uh, banners on all of my uh, social media to uh, free Hong Kong today. I think that's something that everybody can do. Um, uh, I'm going to tweet the truth out about China and take a stand. If these giant corporations can't do it, we as citizens certainly can. And I think it's time to tell these giant corporations, you're on the wrong side. You are not. You are. You are. Excusing a country and a government that is killed. You don't 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 you even think about talking to me, Nike, about human rights and how oppressive America is. You're just trying to get the Chinese market. You are grotesque. Anyway, I think we should start tweeting the truth about China uh, and uh let them know that. You know, you you can say whatever you want. The American people are not buying into it. By the way, I'd also like to see, because I'm sure that this was just an isolated incident, in Philadelphia, where the Declaration of Independence was signed. Uh, Yesterday at the 76ers, as in 1776... Uh, Two people were asked to leave the 76ers game uh, because they were chanting free Hong Kong. Now, they were playing. The 76ers were playing a Chinese team. So that might have been, you know, because these guys were so racist against China. It's like you can't say USA, USA, USA. If you're playing a Mexican team, you can't do that. That's just that's horrible. They can say whatever they want, but we can't say. So it was probably just that they were. Well, they were Chinese themselves. Uh, But uh, they were probably racist uh, against themselves somehow or another. But that's probably the line from the NBA. I think the NBA should be shamed. So the Dallas Mavericks are in Detroit playing the Pistons tonight. Orlando Magic, Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta, Miami Heat, Charlotte tonight, Uh, New Orleans the pelicans
1: that is uh, really that is yes
0: the pelicans mm-hmm.
1: the very oh, intimidating my. bird The Pelicans They'd scoop you up at any
0: time oh that's horrible <sighs> I... the pelicans going against the bulls in chicago utah jazz in milwaukee tonight if you're going get your friends to go and chant free hong kong Get everybody in the stadium, and I know these are just preseason games, but get everybody there to chant, free Hong Kong. Send a message to China and send a message to those weasel-ass companies like the NBA who are trying to play both ends. All they are
1: are greedy. They don't care. Now, the NBA can be expensive to go to games. Luckily, though... Mm-hmm. these are preseason games so not only can you go on stub right now utah milwaukee is six bucks you can get into that stadium tonight go
0: um, and then videotape yourself make sure you have your phone
1: recording <laughs> it it's also going to be very quiet for an nba game because you know these things are not well attended uh, well they
0: need to hear
1: mm-hmm. it now mm-hmm. no what i'm saying is yeah. if you're loud they will hear you yeah because this is they like, let them respond to this you know i'm it's amazing that in the United States of America we have to sit here and say, you know, maybe we shouldn't praise uh, the 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 country that's killed more people, as Marion put it, more people than any other regime in it's history. It's the
0: deadliest yeah. entity, yeah, in the world, the I mean, Chinese Communist Party. This side of what infectious disease? Yeah, it's basically it. The only that other thing is, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. And you can't speak out in America because the corporations want to make money. Draw a line in the sand. This one's an easy one. Go to the NFL pre- preseason uh, or NBA preseason and and chant "Free Hong this Kong." Is the Glenn Beck program? All well, sports are like NBA and NBA doesn't matter. NFL, NCAA, FDIC. Hello, America. We're glad you're listening to the Glenn Beck program. Thank you very much. Tonight at 5 o'clock on Blaze TV, we take a look again at the chalkboard, the deleted scenes of the Democratic inquiry into uh, Ukraine. Tonight, we're going to focus hard on uh, a woman that you've probably never heard of. Her name is Alexandra Chalupa. She's the only one that could make anything at Taco Bell seem like something I don't want. Every time you talk about this story, all I do is think about the toasted cheddar chalupa, which is only at Taco Bell for a limited time. Okay, we need... And I need to get I one I think we now. need some for the show tonight at 5 o'clock. Anyway, um, she was part of the chalkboard special that we did last week, but we didn't. we didn't spend a lot of time. What we're going to do is we're taking each point on that chalkboard and we're breaking it down. There is so much information on her... We can't even get it all into one episode, but I want to give you some of the highlights. Okay, She is the, the daughter of Ukrainian immigrants. She grew up in California, been a career Democratic operative since she finished her degree at the University of California Davis Law School in 2002. She helped set up the meeting in 2016 at the Obama White House with the Ukrainian prosecutors in which the Ukrainians were instructed to look into Paul Manafort by the Obama administration. She also worked with the Ukrainian embassy in Washington to research Manafort, Trump and Russia. She worked with Yahoo News, the journalist Michael Isikoff, to publish those findings, which then eventually found their way into the FISA report she works for the dnc now um there's a lot of things i'm going to go into a lot of the stuff you know she had um she had lots of jobs with the dnc since 2013 she has worked for the democratic national uh the democratic party's national ethnic council in addition to her side gigs for the dnc trafficking ukraine dirt on trump according to the fec records the dnc paid her four hundred and twelve thousand dollars between the years 2004 and 2016 she was also paid separate unknown amounts by democrats abroad it is truly amazing that you've never heard of her and yet all of a sudden the spin machine is operating overtime with her Uh, Yesterday, the Washington Post ran a fact check story deflecting for Chalupa, running with the DNC's version of the story that Chalupa was basically just a regular old soccer mom. She's just a soccer mom and a very concerned citizen, just doing a little part time work during the 2016 election, mobilizing ethnic communities for the DNC. Well, that's great, except that's the party line. The party line is that she left the DNC in 2016, July of 2016. Chalupa says she continuing researched Manafort on her own after that and sometimes shared her findings with the DNC and the Clinton campaign. Okay, totally believable. Oh, and the Clinton campaign officials say they never received any information from Chalupa. Oh, but she says she delivered it, but they're saying... Well, case closed, because if Clinton said it, it must be true. This is a pretty good darn alibi for the DNC, a contractor who's supposedly working on mobilizing ethnic communities who just happens to be a passionate defender of all things Ukrainian and who has tons of Ukrainian government contacts and who happens to visit the Ukrainian embassy in Washington a lot. Maybe if somebody looks into it, it's not such a great alibi. In January 2017, a Politico story came out that blew the lid off of Chalupa and the DNC-Ukraine connection. She re- responded on Facebook saying, quote, I was a part-time consultant for the DNC running an ethnic engagement program. I was not an opposition research for the DNC, or and the DNC never asked me to go to the Ukrainian embassy to collect information. Yeah. Now, my contention is she's the woman who kind of came up with the Russiagate scandal, and I laid it out on the chalkboard. You can watch that it's free at youtube you can you can watch it uh on my facebook page you can watch it at blaze t v but this is an amazing part time gig the d n c paid her over seventy one thousand dollars during the 2016 election alone. That's a part-time gig? What a sweet gig. Second, if the DNC did not explicitly ask her to pump the Ukrainian embassy for information, no one, including Chalupa, denies that she was definitely pumping them for information while she was on the DNC's payroll. Trying to paint Chalupa as an innocent actor is going to be a losing battle if anyone cares to tell the story, Chalupa, along with her two sisters, Andrea and Irina, are uh, the one stop shop for Ukrainian political activism. In addition to became, beca- uh, uh, being an, uh, an occasional journalist for outlets like the Huffington Post, uh, where there's a story about how Andre Chalupa founded Digital Maiden in 2014. What is Digital Maiden? Well, that's the company she founded, The Sister, to uh, support the removal of the Ukrainian president, Yakovanovich. Maiden refers to the name of Independent Square in Kiev, And Digital Mage- Maven was organized to tweet storms and to flood Twitter with anti-Yakovanovich uh, messages. She also does tweet storms aimed at Donald Trump. Huh. And just three weeks before the 2016 election, she did a, uh, a tweet storm with the hashtag treasonous Trump. Now, Chalupa's other sister, Irina, is no less active, uh, active in Ukrainian affairs. She's been a journalist in Kiev and was a longtime editor at the Atlantic Council. Now, I've never heard of the Atlantic Council. What's that? It sounds like it's uh, Atlantic and it's important. Well, uh, she was the lead contributor to a bi-weekly report called Ukraine Alert. Interesting side note here, a senior fellow at the same think tank is a guy named Dmitry Alperovitch. He's the co-founder and the CTO of CrowdStrike. Wait a minute. So her sister is a fellow uh, board member at the same place with the guy who was the co-founder and CTO of CrowdStrike. That's the cybersecurity firm that the DNC hired to investigate the 2016 hacks. The Atlantic Council also receives considerable funding from a Ukrainian oligarch named Viktor Pinchuk. I wonder If this is why the president said, look, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to look in to CrowdStrike and one of your oligarchs. I wonder if this is who he's talking about. Pinchuk is a former member of the Ukrainian parliament and sits on the International Advisory Board of the Atlantic Council. Incidentally, he also happens to be one of the more more prolific donors to the Clinton Foundation. In 2013, the Atlantic Council awarded Hillary Clinton its Distinguished International Leadership Award. But really, I mean, she may have gotten it, but it's just an honor just to be nominated. Back to Irina Chalupa. She now works for an organization called StopFake.org, which started off as a site to verify and refute disinformation and propaganda about events in Ukraine. But now they fact-check, debunk, edit, translate, research, and disseminate information in 11 languages. You can't make this part up. Guess which organization funds StopFake.org? It's the International Renaissance Foundation. Guess who that is? I know you know the answer, but it's delightful and delicious to reveal it tonight, but that is only about one and a half pages of what we're going to be revealing tonight out of a 10-page script. Tonight, you don't want to miss this. I am going after this show to work on the chalkboard. It is another chalkboard, this one just about Chalupa, and we're going to break this down Every single night, all of the points on the chalkboard, because when you start to see it's like that chalkboard that I showed you was was pretty complex, right? Now, let's go in and show each one of those events, because when you show each one of those events with the documentation and the proof. This is the biggest scandal in American history, and it is why. They are willing to throw Joe Biden overboard. It is why Joe Biden is not taking this thing and running hard with it and saying, see, this guy, he just wants to make me into the bad guy because he's he wants me uh, to not be his rival. That's that's why isn't Joe Biden just crazy everywhere on all of this, because Joe Biden knows When this thing comes down, he's the fall guy. This has very little to do with Joe Biden other than being the DNC fall guy. Because this thing, this scandal, has all of the big names in it, including the DNC right at the head. Don't miss it. You are somebody, you are going to be the one that has to get this word out. Because nobody else is doing it. You'll notice that people are are starting to do stories a little bit, but they're not going really in-depth. And it's hard. It's really hard. It happens to be my only skill, is to make hard things understandable. Please don't miss a single episode as we dedicate uh, ourselves to really unraveling this impeachment thing. Because if they get away with this, they can do whatever they want, whatever they want. Tonight, 5 o'clock, if you are not a subscriber, please subscribe to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. And yes, we will be posting these on uh, YouTube later, um, and we are going to connect them all. So you will be able to share them with your friends from YouTube Uh, But we ask you to subscribe. You'll get everything first. Um, You'll be the most well-informed person in your circle. Uh, You will know this inside and out. And most importantly, your contribution goes to help pay for all of this research. So please join us, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Become a member of our show. Uh, Become a team member. Promo code Glenn. All right, so we got some news uh, at the beginning of this uh, show that uh, Turkey is now, they have crossed the border into Syria. Uh, This is a a serious thing. I hope that it doesn't turn into what they've really always wanted uh, it to turn into, uh, and that is genocide of the Kurds. We removed our people, and they told us they were going to come in, and they have, Uh, and Um, There are bombs falling from the sky now on Christian communities and Kurdish communities, and we pray for them, but we also can do something else about it. Uh, The Nazarene Fund is going to need to get a lot of those Christians to safety, and I'm afraid that we're going to have to get the Kurds in northern Iraq, which are different than these Kurds. Um, I think we're going to have to get those guys uh, some safety as well because Turkey has stated they want the Ottoman Empire back and that's Kurdish territory. Um, so we, we really could use your help. If you want to donate to be able to get these Christians out of harm's way, uh, just go to the NazareneFund.org, NazareneFund.org, and help us rescue these Christians. There's something else that is really, really important. We cannot do what we do, which is 100% of all of the proceeds that come into anything Mercury One does, 100% goes to the cause. It okay? does not go for the building or for the paper and the phone calls and everything else, because I've always hated that. When you know you donate to something, you expect it to go to the cause, not to staff. We do one fundraiser a year, and it is our our M1 ball. And this year, I know money is tight, um, but this year, for some reason, our our ticket sales are down, and we really need you to come. This is how we keep the doors open and ensure that no money goes anyplace other than the cause. Um, And we just did uh, our yearly audits. And we spent a lot of time. Not a penny goes to anything else. But we need your help funding the actual operation. And uh, you can do that by buying a ticket to our M1 ball. It is happening a week from Saturday, the 26th of October here in Dallas. You can buy a table if you want. You can buy a table and say, I can't come, but give those tickets away to somebody else. And we will. Um, however you can help or you can just donate to our general fund uh, at mercuryone.org but go to mercuryone.org slash m1ball there is a lot of work to do all over the country uh, and all over the world and we really need your support mercuryone.org slash m1ball and the other address to not forget pray on is the nazarenefund.org